Welcome to Zikhu Dafsi Mani Mahima by Avram Goldai and Dirma Zekas Ksubas Dafkas, the first parak Basula Nises. The Zikhu Masekas Ksubas program has been generously sponsored as a schus for Hachazachas Torah. So the three Dafs are going to focus on number one. The Gemara the text of the Sheva Brachas and relates that besides the Bracha of Berepi Agafen, Levi only recited five Brachas, including the third Bracha of Asher Yitzhar Saddam Salmo, who formed man in his image, but leaving out the second Bracha of Yotzer Adam, who formed the man. But Rav Asi recited all six. The Gemara initially suggested that Melchokas is whether a Kajbarak would form men once as male and female, and therefore Levi holds it was unnecessary to have two brachas that deal with the making of man, or a Kajbarak would first form man and then woman, and therefore, according to Ravasi, it is necessary to have two brachas. The Gemara rejects it, saying that everyone agrees that there was only one act of formation. Rather, Ravasi holds a basa machshava azlinen. We follow Hashem's plan, which was to make a separate male and female in a separate act of creation. Therefore, two brachas are unnecessary. Levi holds, Basar Maisa Azlin, we follow Hashem's action, in which he created a single entity. Therefore, only one bracha is necessary. For a view to talk, one Pasuk states, Hashem created man in his image, and another Pasuk states, Zachru in the cave of Baram, he created them male and female. How so? Initially, his plan was to create two beings, but in the end, he only created one. Pointing me to the Gemara relates that Ravchia Bar Abba's child died, and Reish Lakish went the next day, along with his Maturgaman, Yehuda Bar Nachmani, to console him. Reish Lakish instructed his Maturgaman to speak words of comfort several times, and regarding the mourners, he said, Our brothers who are troubled and crushed, during this Avelis, pay attention to investigate this. It's the way of the world. From the six days of creation, Rabim Shasu, Rabim Yishtu, many drunk from the cup of death, and many will drink. Like the drink of the early generations, so is the drink of the later generations. Our brothers, may the master of consolations comfort you. Blessed are you, Hashem, who comforts the mourners. Abai said one should not say many will drink, nor mention the drink of later generations. One should never open up his mouth to Satan. The Marshal explains that this gives the Satan the opportunity to prosecute since the person is saying that he is deserving of this. And point number three, Ula said, and some say it was taught in a brisa, Asar kosus The Chami institute ten cups of wine in the house of mourning. Rashi explains that it's fitting to give a mourner a lot to drink, as the Pasuk states, Give strong drink to one who is destroyed, and wine to those with a bitter soul. Three cups were given before the meal to whet the appetite, three during the meal, and four were given after the meal, each one upon the conclusion of one of the four brachas of Birchaz Four more cups were instituted, the last for Rav Gamliel, but after the Chamin saw people were getting drunk, they went back to only ten. A cup was drunk in honor of Rav Gamliel, for after he saw that the expenses for elaborate funerals were hard on the relatives and causing them to flee, he instructed his attendants to bury him without all the covet and only in plain linen garments, and this became the prevalent minhag. So once again, the three points are number one. The Gemara lists the text of the Shevarachas and relates that besides the bracha of Borei Piragafen, Levi only recited five brachas, including the third bracha of Asher Yitzhar Zadam Salmo, who formed man in his image, believing out the second bracha of Yotzer Adam, who formed the man, but Ravasi recited all six. The Gemara initially suggested that Melchokas is whether a Kajbarak would form men once, as male and female, and therefore Levi holds it was unnecessary to have two brachas that deal with the making of man, or a Kajbarak would first form man and then woman, and therefore, according to Ravasi, it is necessary to have two brachas. The Gemara rejects it, saying that everyone agrees that there was only one act of formation. Rather, Ravasi holds a basa machshava azlinen. We follow Hashem's plan, which was to make a separate male and female in a separate act of creation. Therefore, two brachas are unnecessary. Levi holds, Basar Maisa Azlin, we follow Hashem's action, in which he created a single entity. Therefore, 
only one bracha is necessary. For Rabbi Yudah taught, one Pasuk states that Yivrael Kimasa Adam Mitzaman, Hashem created man in his image, and another Pasuk states, Zachru in the cave of Baram, he created them male and female. How so? Initially, his plan was to create two beings, but in the end, he only created one. Pointing me to the Gemara relates that Rafhia Bar Abba's child died, and Reish Lakish went the next day, along with his Maturgaman, Yehuda Bar Nachmani, to console him. Reish Lakish instructed his Maturgaman to speak words of comfort several times, and regarding the mourners, he said, Our brothers who are troubled and crushed, during this Avelis, pay attention to investigate this. It's the way of the world. From the six days of creation, Rabim Shasu, Rabim Yishtu, many drunk from the cup of death, and many will drink. Like the drink of the early generations, so is the drink of the later generations. Our brothers, may the master of consolations comfort you. Blessed are you, Hashem, who comforts the mourners. Abai said one should not say many will drink, nor mention the drink of later generations. For Rabbi Shimon Lakish taught, one should never open up his mouth to Satan. The Marshal explains that this gives the Satan the opportunity to prosecute since the person is saying that he is deserving of this. And point number three, Ula said, and some say it was taught in a brisa, Asar Kosus the Chami institute ten cups of wine in the house of mourning. Rashi explains that it's fitting to give a mourner a lot to drink, as the Pasuk states, give strong drink to one who is destroyed and wine to those with a bitter soul. Three cups were given before the meal to whet the appetite, three during the meal, and four were given after the meal, each one upon the conclusion of one of the four brachas of Birchaz Amazon. Four more cups were instituted, the last for Rav Gamliel, but after the Chamin saw people were getting drunk, they went back to only ten. A cup was drunk in honor of Rav Gamliel, for after he saw that the expenses for elaborate funerals were hard on the relatives and causing them to flee, he instructed his attendants to bury him without all the covet and only in plain linen garments, and this became the prevalent minhag. All right, so now we go to our Simr Davches, and our standard Simr is a chala. A chala. So here goes. The Sheva Brachas chala, made in the shape of a man and a woman, joined as one, with the text of Brachas written out with poppy seeds, was taken instead to the mourner's house by the rabbi's maturgaman, who spoke words of comfort, and instructed the mourners to eat it along with ten cups of wine. Once again, slow motion. The Sheva Brachas chala, chala, that must be more Davches. The Sheva Brachas Chala, made in the shape of a man and a woman, joined as one, with the text of the Brachas written out with poppy seeds, which reminds us, the Gemara lists the text of the Sheva Brachas and relates that besides the Bracha, Abarei Pirakaf and Levi only recited five Brachas, including the third Bracha of Asher Yitzhar Saddam Samo, who formed man in his image, but leaving out the second Bracha of Yotzar Adam, who formed the man. But Rav Asib recited all six. Rav Asib holds Basamach Shava Azlin, and we follow Hashem's plan, which was to make a separate male and female in a separate act of creation. Therefore, two brachas are necessary. Levi holds Basar Maisaz, and we follow Shem's action in which he created a single entity. Therefore, only one bracha is necessary. So the Sheva Brachas Chala, made in the shape of a man and a woman, joined as one with the text of the brachas, written out with poppy seeds, was taken instead to the mourner's house by the rabbi's maturgaman, who spoke words of comfort. Which reminds us, Rachel Akish instructed his maturgaman to speak words of comfort several times, and regarding the mourners, he said, Rabim Shasu Rabim Yishtu, many drunk from the cup of death, and many will drink. Like the drink of the early generations, so is the drink of the later generations. Abai said, one should not say, many will drink, nor mention the drink of later generations. For Rabbi Shimon Lakish taught, one should never open one's mouth to Satan. So the Sheva Brachas Chala, made in the shape of a man and a woman, joined as one, with the text of the Brachas, written out with poppy seeds, was taken instead to the mourner's house by the rabbi's maturgaman, who spoke words of comfort, and instructed the mourners to eat it along with ten cups of wine. 
which reminds us, Ula said, and some say it was taught in a brisa, Asar Kosos Tikna Chukhamim Beisa Eva, the Chukhamim instituted 10 cups of wine in the house of mourning. Rosh explains that it's fitting to give a mourner a lot to drink, as the Pusik states, Tanu Shekhar Laobed Vyan Lamari Nafesh. Give strong drink to one who's destroyed, and wine to those with a bitter soul. Three cups were given before the meal, three during the meal, and four were given after the meal, each one upon the conclusion of one of the four brachos of Birchaz Mazon. Four more cups were instituted, the last for Rabbi Gamliel, because he provoked the change to burial to be only in plain linen garments. But after the Chami saw people were getting drunk, they went back to only ten. So once again, the Sheva Brachas Chala made in the shape of man and woman, joined as one with the text of the Brachas written out with poppy seeds, was taken instead to the mourner's house by the rabbi's Maturgaman, who spoke words of comfort, and instructed the mourners to eat it along with ten cups of wine. All right, so now it's time for four Brachas Chazara. Daf Dalad. So the Simur Daf Dalad is a door. So here goes. At the Monday night chasna, where the chasna's deceased father was placed behind the kitchen door, door. That must mean we're on Daf Dalad, Dalad, door. At the Monday night chasna, where the chasna's deceased father was placed behind the kitchen door, which reminds us of Bryce and Daf Gimam Abbas taught that if there's some onus, then it's permitted to marry on Monday. One case is where one had prepared for the Suda, Umes Aviv Shochasan or Imashakala, and the father of the chasna or the mother of the Kala died. We do not delay the wedding after the burial and period of avails. Rather, Abraisa outlines the fine procedure which begins with bringing the corpse into a room and the chasen and kala going to the chuppah. The Gemara explains that this is specifically the father of the chasen or the mother of the kala die, for there will be no one to help prepare them. The father takes care of the preparation of the suda and the mother helps with the adornments. If the mother of the chasen or the father of the kala die, they are buried immediately. So, at the Monday night chasna, where the chasna's deceased father was placed behind the kitchen door, next to buckets of meat, soaking in water, which reminds us, Rafa Bar Papa said in the name of Chista, We were only taught that the burial is postponed and the wedding proceeds if the water was already placed on the meat to prepare it for cooking. Rush explains that at that point it's no longer fit to be sold in the market, but if water has not been placed on the meat, then the burial and availas begin immediately and the chasna is postponed. The Gemara explains that this halach applies in places like Masa Machasya, which Rush explains is bigger than a small village where even that quantity of meat not placed in water could not be sold since there aren't so many buyers, but smaller than a large city where even meat soaked in water could still find buyers. So, at the Monday night chasna, where the chasna's deceased father was placed behind the kitchen door, next to buckets of meat soaking in water, a safer on the chumras of morning was set aside for the chasna, since people treat Avel as more likely than the Isser of Nida. Which reminds us, the bride's regarding the chasna or kala in morning taught that just as he sleeps among the men and she among the women, similarly, if one's wife became a Nida and he had not had relations with her, he sleeps among the men and his wife sleeps among the women. Rashi explains that the Allah regarding the Nida is only where they had never had relations. The Gemara will conclude that a restriction to Avelis is treated more lightly by a person than a prohibition due to Nida, since we would trust him in the case of Nida, but not in Avelis. Daf Hay. So the symbol Daf Hay is Hay, a haystack. So here goes. The wedding guests at the Wednesday chasna sitting on bundles of hay. Bundles of hay? That must be on Daf Hay. The wedding guests at the Wednesday chasna sitting on bundles of hay and admiring the exotic fish tank next to the chopa, which reminds us the Gemara asks, must chasna have relations Wednesday night for fear of his cooling off if done earlier, or he can have relations earlier on Wednesday? And answers that he does not need to get married at night, for we learned that a basula marries on Wednesday and has relations Wednesday night, oil of a memorable brachula dogging, since the brachula of a fish was set on that day. An almana is married on Thursday and has relations Thursday night, 
since the bracha of the Adam was said on that day. So we see from here that the reason for having relations Wednesday night is only because of the bracha and not out of concern for his cooling off. So the wedding guests at the Wednesday chasna sitting on bundles of hay and admiring the exotic fish tank next to the chopa had their fingers in their ears when they overheard two guests chatting idly. Which reminds us, Bar Kapar Tachi Mishma Adam Davashenu Hagun Yanich Etzbo Ba'aznav that if a person hears something that is not proper, he should place his finger, which Rashi explains is tapered like a spike, in his ears. It was on the base midrash of Rabbi Shmuel. Why is the entire ear hard while the lobe of the ear is soft? That if a person hears something that is not proper, he'll be able to bend the lobe into his ear, blocking the sound. It was on the Braisa. A person should not allow his ears to hear idle talk because the ears are the first to burn of the limbs. So the wedding guests at the Wednesday Chosna sitting on bundles of hay and admiring the exotic fish tank next to the Chopa had their fingers in their ears when they overheard two guests chatting idly about storing blood versus wounding. Which reminds the Gemara asks regarding having relations with Basula, Malibo Batchil Bashabas, what's the halacha regarding having relations for the first time on Shabbos? Damifkad Pakit is the blood stored in her body, which Rashi explains means that it's simply released when the hymen is broken and not absorbed in the body, in which case it's not wounding that's causing it to bleed. Oh Khabur Mechabar, or is the bleeding a result of a wound, which Rashi explains occurs when the vaginal walls tear and bleed as they're separated from one another. The Gemara will bring two different versions of a series of questions that were asked to clarify the issue. Dafav, so the similar Dafav is a sword. So here goes. The rub waving his sword of destruction. Sword? That must be more in Dafav. Vav. The rub waving his sword of destruction, defending his position, that one can have relations with a basul on Shabbos, since the chassan's makalkel, which reminds us, the Gemara on Hayam asks, What's the halacha regarding having relations for the first time on Shabbos with a basul? And the Gemara concludes that according to the view that rub permits it, rub holds like Rabbi Yehuda that Dabrashem is an usr, an unintended act is usr, yet he permitted having relations with a basul on Shabbos for whether one holds the blood is stored in the body, or the blood is the result of a wound, Rub permitted because it's Mikalka, he's acting destructively. And Rub holds a Gruyuda, the Dabrashem Miskaven is mutter when it's destructive. So the Rub waving his sword of destruction, defending his position, that one can have relations with the Basul on Shabbos, since Ochazin is Mikalka, pushes way through a tight entrance despite dislodging pebbles. Which reminds us, Rub has to challenge Shmuel's opinion that would stay in the basement of Rub, that having relations with the first time on Shabbos is forbidden from a mission in Nida, which stated that regarding a Tinokas, if her time to reach the age of menstruation has arrived, but she has not not yet had her period, and she gets married, Basilisa, we give her until Mosi Shabbos for a total of four nights, which seems to imply that if he did not yet successfully have relations with her, he may have relations with her on Shabbos. Rav's second answer is that the mission is referring to when he already had relations on the first night, and the Gemara explains that the mission is coming to teach it's mutter to have relations on Shabbos, even though some bleeding might result. The Shmuel said, It's permitted to enter a tight opening on Shabbos, even though it causes pebbles to fall. Shmuel follows Rabbi Shimon's opinion that Davashem is is mutter. An unintentional act is mutter. So the rub waving his sword of destruction defending his position, that one can have relations with the basul on Shabbos, since Ochasin is makalkel, pushes way through a tight entrance despite dislodging pebbles. To inform Ochasin, he's from Krishma, 
even on Shabbos. Which reminds us, Rabbi Yosef challenged Shmuel's opinion that it's forbidden to have relations for the first time on Shabbos from the Mishnah and Brachas that stated, Chasim patim mekriyashma l'ayla harishon ad mozi Shabbos. A chasim is marrying a basula as patim from Kriyashma from the first night of marriage until mozi Shabbos, if he didn't do the act of having relations. Now this implies that this exemption applies even on Friday night based on the fact he's preoccupied because he wants to have relations with her and is not sure whether his beer will be successful. We see from here that one may have relations for the first time with the basula on Shabbos. Abai's defense that he's not permitted to have relations, and the reason for the exemption is Mishum Tirda, that he's preoccupied with his previous failure to have completed the act on previous nights, is refuted. Dav Zayn, so the similar Dav Zayn is a gun. So here goes. The Temer of the Chassan of the Almana and Alman, who are waiting to do a seven-gun salute, gun salute, that must move on Dav Zayn, gun. The ten men of the Chastan, the Almana and Alman, were waiting to do a seven-gun salute for the one-time recital of Sheva Brachas, which reminds us, we learned from Boaz and Rus, that Sheva Brachas are recited when an Alman marries an Almana. And then when Rav Huna said that when an Almana marries an Alman, she does not require Sheva Brachas, he meant, Ena bracha kol shiva, bracha. She does not require Sheva Brachas for all seven days, but she does require Sheva Brachas for the first day. So the ten men of the Chastan, the Almana and Alman, we're waiting to do a seven-gun salute for the one-time recital of Sheva Brachos after the Masada Kedushin recited the Birchaz Erison, which reminds us that Gemara gives a text of a Birchaz Erison and teaches that there's a Malchokas on how to conclude the Bracha, whether to end with the Hitulanos and Nesuos all Yedei Chupa Kedushin and permit us to those women who are Nesuos through Chupa and Kedushin and not with the concluding Bracha since it's like a Bracha on fruit or a mitzvah, or to end it with the bracha of Mekadosh Yisrael, Aidei Chup of Kedushan, who sanctifies Yisrael through Chup and Kedushan, since the bracha speaks of Kedusha. So, the ten men of the Chassam, the Almana and Alman, were waiting to do a seven-gun salute for the one-time recital of Sheva Brachas, after the Masada Kedushan recited the Birchaz Erison, were invited to come be Panim Chadashos at another Sheva Brachas afterwards, and shoot some more. Which reminds us, it was taught in a Bryce in Mavarach and Birchaz Chassan in Basara Kol Shiva, we recite Sheva Brachas in the presence of ten men, all seven days. Rebuda said, panim This is provided that new faces come to the meal. Rashi defines panim chadashos as those who were not there the previous day. Alright, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of ten questions. Number one. Which stuff do you learn that a basul has relations Wednesday night because of the bracha v'dagim and an almana on Thursday night because of the bracha v'adam? That's on daf. Hey, good. Number two. Which stuff do we learn that marriages can take place every night in cities where based in convenes daily? That's on Duff. Gimel. Good number three. Which stuff do we learn that Rabbah holds that it is mutter to have relations with the Basul for the first time on Shabbos because he holds that Dabr Shein Miskavin that is destructive is mutter? That's on Duff. Vav. Good number four. Which stuff do we learn that Sheva Brachas are recited all seven nights in the presence of ten men Provided there are Panim Chadashos, that's on Duff. Zayin. Good number five. Which stuff do we learn from the mites of the Maturgman providing comfort that Altiftach Pela Satan, that's on Duff. Ches. Good number six. Which stuff do we learn that there's a Machlokas on how to end the Birchaz Erison, that's on Duff. Zion. Good. Good number seven. Which stuff do you learn that there was a custom to give ten cups of wine to a mourner, and then there was a custom to give four more, which was rescinded because people were getting drunk? That's on Duff. Ches. Good number eight. Which stuff do you learn that for an Alman and an Almana, Sheva Brachas are recited only for one night? That's on Duff. 
Zion. Good number nine, which step we learned that the shiloh of whether one should have relations for the first time on Shabbos with the basula is based on the question whether the blood is stored or results from a wound. That's on Duff. Hey, good. And number 10, which step we learned that Rava holds ain onus begitten, which is based on the svora related to tsnuos and prusos. That's on Duff. Base. Excellent. That concludes today's shear. This is Rabbi Avram Goldham Zikr wishing you a great day and great learning.